Rajshak Maharaj, and he finds a way through. 229 runs, the margin of victory for South Africa after 399. Lost Quinton Carboli, don't forget that, but everybody else came to the party. Here are South Africa like scoring big when they win big at this Cricket World Cup. And overnight, they've thumped Bangladesh by 149 runs, 382 for five. They made Quinton de Kock, scored another 100. And, of course, uh, the audio just heard the huge win over England, winning by 229 runs. Still scarcely believable stuff. 399 for seven, played 170. South Africa near the top of the standings. England, well, thanks to Bangladesh's uh, heavy loss, are off the bottom thanks to net run rate. Fair to say, this uh, World Cup has thrown up some uh, rather interesting uh, scenarios, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into some of them right now. We are thrilled to welcome into the show uh, from the behemoth. That is ESPN Crick Info, the UK editor of uh, that wonderful uh, online publication. It is Mr. Andrew Miller. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. I wish it was in better circumstances for England, but, you know, <laughs> things happen. Well, you're off the bottom. You're off the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're well, out of the relegation <laughs> spot. <laughs> what, 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 wow. What a scene. What, what scenes? Absolute shambles. I, I've, I've, um, I had moderately high hopes for England coming into this tournament. I, I kind of figured that they would just about be able to pick up where they left off in 2019 because they've basically given up playing 50 over cricket. How wrong I was. Um, they've, they've completely forgotten how to play. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's getting quite embarrassing. It's, it's kind of reminding me of the dark old days of 2015 when, when you boys spanked us in the cake tin. It was, uh, it, it's it, the, the margin of defeat, that sort of, that sort of um, magnitude at the moment. Andrew, you weren't alone, though, in being bullish on England's chances prior to this tournament. Uh, a, a lot of people had them in their upper echelon. Uh, some had them as favourites. So if you look between the lines and on the field, where has it go, gone so wrong? Well, it's fascinating, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've spent so much time talking about basketball and, and what England have done in Test cricket and everything they've done right in that has been, all been to do with their mindset, all been to do with thinking positively, believing that they were better than the cricket they were producing. And I think we've all been a little bit a little bit hoodwinked by the ease with which England slipped into that mindset in Test cricket. And I think, I think you know, slipping back to 50-over cricket, there was, as, as I say, this assumption that England would just be, it would be all right. We've not really concentrated on this format for a while. But, you know, we'll, we'll pick it up and hopefully it's, it'll be okay. But uh, they just have not found the space they need to be in to compete at what is a, a very competitive World Cup. And, and they're, they're getting a bit embarrassed at the minute. Between 2015 and 2019, you played an extraordinary, or they played an extraordinary amount of one-day international cricket. I think it was 88 one-day internationals in that cycle. They were hosting a World Cup, made sense. I think they've trimmed that down to below half. It's 42 matches they played between World Cups. Joe Root brought this up, saying it's not as an excuse, even though he clearly offered it as an excuse. I'm not buying this. New Zealand's only played one more game in the last four years. Australia, two more. Why, why can Australia and New Zealand not completely fall down when they play the same amount of cricket? Or am I being unfair to England? No, no, no. You're, you're being perfectly fair. This, this was this was the assumption that I think England made. I, I think that's probably the, the root of the problem. They assumed that because they hadn't paid enough attention, no one had paid attention. And, and it just goes to show, you know, you look at, I mean, New Zealand have played some wonderful cricket in this tournament, but you look at South Africa in particular. I think South Africa have been fascinating in that what they yes. did to England and what they did to Bangladesh yesterday is pretty much what England have been 
you know, built their reputation on in in that 2015-19 cycle of just blitzing people with immense amount of runs and you know you drown people in runs england thought they could do that and they just have not been able to do that they've you know they've not you know they've, they've lost jason roy at the top of the order which is a big loss josh butler's not found form um obviously ben stokes has had his knee injury but over and above that they've just they just haven't had the the mindset i keep banging on about mindset but mindset is what has turned them into this this unbelievable team in test cricket because they just believe they are going to crush everyone and they just don't believe that at the moment. Joe Root's form at this World Cup is fascinatingly bad. I, I, I've never seen him bat so badly in any form of the game. And I've been watching him for a decade. And he's always been reliably solid, even when he's out of form. And now he's just got no form at all. It's it's really, it's it's one of the most confusing things I've ever seen in, in cricket. Because Joe Root is, you know, you think of Kane Williams, you think of Virat Kohli. People who, even when they're out of form, are still a class above. And at the moment, he's just he's just got no form, and he looks like probably the the weakest link in an already weak batting lineup. And and that that's that's such an odd thing to say about one of the yeah. great players that England have ever produced. Uh, tomorrow night, our time, nine thirty. It is England up against Sri Lanka, and 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 I'm describing it rather unfairly, and you can understand uh, based on what happened at the last tournament why New Zealanders feel like this. I'm calling it a relegation six pointer against Sri Lanka, <laughs> uh, but then you have got games against India and Australia. Um, do you see a path to the semis in any way? Well, I think it's already looking like favours are needed from all sorts of places and already I'm looking at tomorrow New Australia playing Australia playing the Netherlands I mean Australia I don't think are in a very good place either I mean you look at that table it's fascinating I mean you've got India yeah. South Africa New Zealand pulling away and then that that battle for fourth spot is still really competitive if Australia trip up and you know it's not out of the question because Netherlands in in many ways the Netherlands are almost as as well prepared for this tournament as anyone because they went through that that death match of a, of a qualifying tournament in 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 Zimbabwe in the summer that's probably been the most competitive 50 over cricket we've had this in this entire cycle so that could happen and if that happens then suddenly you've got all these teams on four points and England on two points and it, and suddenly it's a it's reachable but and yeah that's clutching at straws already isn't it I mean England really do not deserve to have a prayer and in any ordinary tournament they'd be long gone yeah, they, they need to um, make some massive changes between the lines. Um, whether or not they can do it, only time's going to tell. South Africa, though, how fun are they to watch? How powerful. I, I feel, I fear for bowlers when I'm watching, you know, on screen back in New Zealand. And and they have the ability to still bottle it against lesser nations. They're the perfect, they're the perfect sort of um, team for us neutrals to watch, South it's Africa. Yeah, that's been glorious, isn't it? I mean, I, I really, I, I, I'm really pleased for them in in so many ways. I mean, they, they've got this horrific World Cup history that is basically they're basically stalked by 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 defeat and disaster ever since ever since the, the 1999 semi final, and now suddenly they they just look as though they're a team who who've managed to shed that baggage. And obviously, when they lost the Netherlands, we thought, oh, here we go, the the C word is rearing its head again. They're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bottle it, and then of course. England did them a favour by being utterly useless, and and since then I think I think that probably just just was all they needed just to think you know what we 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 are better than this we can we can get over our, our our angst about World Cups and and just crush people and so you know 
they look locked in for a semi-final. India are locked in for a semi-final. New Zealand are locked in for a semi-final. You know, I, I, I can't see, I can't see how they are going to drop the ball now. So it really comes down to who is going to be that fourth team, and that's the really fascinating thing because you know any one of, you know, Australia, Pakistan, England, even. I mean, I know any any of those three gets to a semi-final. We saw in 1992, didn't we, when Pakistan were the were the team that scraped through, and suddenly that that belief that all oh, right, we've we've come through existential crisis in this qualifying tournament. All we need to do is win two games to win this thing. Suddenly, that you know, it turns on its head and and off you go. So that 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 I suppose is the thing that the fourth team is going to cling to because those three at the moment are just streaked ahead of everyone else. Uh, Andrew Miller is with us as we're talking the Cricket World Cup, the UK editor of uh, ESPN Cricket Info. One thing that has been missing um, at this World Cup is tension, is drama, late drama. So many lopsided non-contests. Can you put a finger on why? Yeah, I, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to get my head around this. I I, I think I think it's to partly it's an unfamiliarity with fifty over cricket. I think I think um, certainly England have shown this. I, I got to talk about England's failure to bat first in that in that crazy match in in Wankhede the other day, when the, you know essentially they they thought you know what we we're, we're quite a good chasing team. We'll just let South Africa score what they want, and and then we'll we'll try and ch- chase it down. I think people are forgetting quite how tough it is to bat fi- to be fifty overs in the field. Everyone is used to playing twenty over matches in white ball cricket, and by the time England had been through four hours in the field, they were knackered, absolutely knackered. You know, there's, there's talk about the, the air quality and all the rest of it, but frankly, it was just a really bad decision at the toss. They were toasted for four hours and then went out to bat and didn't get close. And I think a lot of that is probably catching up on teams. They're just not used to the, the struggle required to stay in the game over 50 overs. And therefore, you know, once, once a, a gap appears in one facet of the game or other, um, it, it widens so quickly. And I, I think that's probably, that's the only thing I can think of. It's just these teams are not used to the struggle, not used to what it what it takes to compete for, you know, it's eight hours of cricket really, isn't it? So it's, 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 it's a long time to, to have to keep your, keep your levels up when you're used to bowling, what, four overs in a T20 game and, you know, the game's done in three and a half hours or four hours of the IPL. It's, uh, I suppose that, that's the only thing I can think of. But it, it's been... Yeah, it's been underwhelming, even though there have been some incredible results and some incredible upsets. It's, it's deeply strange. A uh, couple more before I let you go, Andrew. Are nine teams playing for the right to lose to India in the final? Sorry, didn't, didn't, didn't quite catch that. Are nine teams playing for the right to lose to India in oh, yes. the final? Are India, yeah, are India runaway favourites? Yeah. Do you see any scenario where they don't win? Uh I mean, no, I, I, I can't see a scenario, which is why one will crop up. I, I'm, gar- <laughs> I, I'm sure, you know, when it comes to that semi-final, when the, you know, take take that take that semi-final in, in 2019, when 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 you guys beat them in over two days in 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 at Old Trafford, I I think there was an assumption then that they were coasting on through and got tripped up. That jeopardy of knockout cricket is the only thing that I can think that can trip them up, but. 
you know, they just look such such a complete team. I mean, Jasper Bumrah is a is a cut above. The way Virat Kohli is just you know picking and choosing when he scores his centuries and run chase at the moment is just ridiculous. Um, but you know, we've seen what South Africa have done when they bat first and just put a mountain of runs on the board. We've seen what New Zealand can do in from pretty much any scenario with you know such a rounded team. I still believe there's a there's there is an upset, but it's going to take something special, isn't it? I mean, New, New Zealand ran them pretty close. But still, it was pretty comfortable in the end the other day um, up at Dharamsala. So, uh, I don't know. It does feel as though, I think, what, the last three World Cups have been won by the team that was the host, wasn't it? So, India, Australia, England, back to India now. It does feel that that, that hosting ability is, um, is, is, a, is a critical factor in this format. Lastly, Andrew, how high should New Zealand cricket fans be on their side's chances? <laughs> How high? Well, I, th- I think I think it's been it's been glorious. I, I I I'm really pleased for for New Zealand. I think, you know, as you say, it does feel as though the chances are it's going to be another near miss of you know get to the knockouts and and it and and you'll just come up against a team that has better luck or just gets it right of the day. It, it, it feels like another hard luck story. But you look at the team that has done what it's done. And the, the characters in there who, you know, either been there before in 2019 or, or guys like Daryl Mitchell, who've just, and then Devin Conway have come storming through and just really are proving a point in this format. They, they look like a, a team that aren't done yet. I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of thought after, the, after the, um, the World Test Championship final in 21, it looked like that was, that was the moment that, you know, you've got, you've got, what, you do, got what you'd earned for, for eight years of excellence in, across all formats. But no, this team isn't done yet. And, you know, if Kane Williamson comes back from his, 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 his freak injury, that's another important cog in, in, in a team that can still win things. I'm, I'm you know, there, there are guys, obviously, who were there four years ago and went through something that no team should ever have to go through, the, the manner of losing that final. And that's got to count for something, isn't it? If when it gets to get a chance to get to another knockout, uh, that's got to count for, you know, we've seen what's going on in the, in the Rugby World Cup as well, just to... What happens when teams get get hurt and get a chance to have a, have a, have redemption? It's uh, it can count for something, can't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't do. Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat to us. Uh, an extensive chat, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm sure our listeners did too. Go well, my friend. Hopefully, we can do it again real soon. Great pleasure. Go well. Cheers.